Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome in to episode number 442 of underground sports philadelphia it's your boy kb coming at you from underground studios matt still on vacation uh out in the big c bus ohio midwest matt you know the vibes uh so i am joined from the pits cave making his underground sports philadelphia youtube debut our fantasy football analyst and uh, bringer of good vibes, Pat Pitts. Thank you, Kyle. It's great to be back. Also, you didn't say champion. I'm a champion of the Loaded Box. I don't think. Let me go right side. I am the champion of the Loaded Box podcast. Uh, that was failed to be mentioned, just like a lot of other stuff. But, you know, that's what I'm uh, I'm back to talk Philly sports. You know what? It's it's nice to hop back on the mic and not have to defend myself like in a Infinity War saga about my takes for the year and whatnot about fantasy football i can relax let's just like shoot the shit about whatever's going on in the sports verse and it seems like from what we were saying off screen you have had an exciting couple of hours or 24 hours yeah about good good little energetic 24 hours and uh we got a lot to dive into on this episode which we'll let you know what we're talking about in just a little bit but before we get started make sure you're following us on the socials you see them going below uh, at underground PHI on Twitter, on Instagram, follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Uh, we recently, up until like Today, we're in the top 100 on the Armenian sports charts, and at one point, we're ahead of the Skip Bayless show. So, Armenia loves us. Shout out to the Armenians. No big deal. Uh, no big deal. Not a they, big deal. They love us, Uncle Skip. What can I say? Uh, and, of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews, and subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Trying to get these subscribers up. We can't get a custom link to say, oh, go to youtube.com slash underground sports PHI until you subscribe. We got to hit that thousand subscriber threshold. Uh, so keep subscribing to the YouTube channel. Be a friend, tell a friend. Smash the like button, click the bell icon, comment down below, all that good stuff. We got a lot of fun topics to talk about tonight. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, guys, it's summertime fine right now. You, you got to protect your eyes when you're outdoors. Pits, I'm sure you've been outside a ton. And the only Every thing day. we're rocking is Tomahawk Shades. That's all I do. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com. 
and use our code USP at checkout for 25% off your order and pits. That now includes the Tomahawk RX subscription lenses now available. TomahawkShades.com. I did a little math for the people. Nice. You put, you put the most expensive prescription lens frame everything in your cart, right? It's about okay. 140 bucks, which even, cool. even so... On the prescription level of things, I've been told that's not too shabby. Yeah, I don't know about that. So, I, yeah. So then when you go and put in promo code USP at checkout, it knocks it down to not only getting free shipping because it's over $75, but it's only about $104 now for your brand new prescription. Sunnies, blue light glasses with prescription lenses, they got it. So go to TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. For 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer, the summer of Kenny Pitts. Last year I brought you up some Kenny's. So good. You so were you were good. a big fan. You were a big I, fan. I'm still a big fan. I would like them to come to Mass. I would like some shit back up to me. I'm getting thirsty. You need you need the Kenny's everywhere. You guys can go to Kenwoodbeer.com and use the Kenny trackers. He's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And of course, our newest sponsor, Bino Board. Guys, Bino. telling you, Bino is the next big tabletop game, the next big man cave she shed game, the next big tailgate game. Pitts, I have been Talking about for a un, while. You have un, been talking about for a while. Uninformally invited to go to one oh. of the Bino majors in Oklahoma. A by shout out FCO Bino Oklahoma on the Instagram. They're trying to get me to go out to OKC and play in their Oklahoma major. Like this thing's huge. I'm telling you guys it's huge. Go to Binoboard.com. Go check it out. They got the boards, they got the shirts, the Team USA, Team Mexico World Cup merch. They got the dad hats, the trucker hats now in stock, and you you name it, they got the color. Every color border band you can think of available for your boards, BinoBoard.com, and use code BinoUSP, that's B-I-N-H-O-U-S-P, for 10% off your order at BinoBoard.com. Let's get into it, Pitts. All right. The latest, as we record this a little later than usual, because we'll get into why it's a little later than usual, but Kevin Durant, yes, Philadelphia Union part owner, has formally requested a trade to Joe Sy himself from the Brooklyn Nets, and allegedly, I want to get this right because I will say, because you're, you're, you know, you trust, you want, you want to be trusted. I got you, buddy. The buddy right here, his legacy and his his. Uh, his reputation is on the line uh, with this tweet. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here. He is the he's one of the snapback sports guys. Um, okay. Who they have they do like a million plus on Snapchat. Um, they have a big Snapchat channel. They have a million okay. plus subscribers on Snapchat. Oh, all right, uh, all right. Jack Settleman. Jack Settleman. Your 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 legacy is on the line with this, my friend. You're on the hot seat. Hot seat is cooking. Now, I want to let everybody know this, too. Jack was one of the first people to break the James Harden to Philadelphia news. So that's that's a good sign for us here. But allegedly, allegedly, according to his sources, Joel Embiid is making a strong push 
to get Kevin Durant to Philadelphia? I mean, I don't want to be – it's not Debbie Downer by any means because I actually think this is true and not because, you know, some secret conspiracy bullshit. I just think Kevin Durant said he wants to go to a team that's not Kyrie Irving. That is a one-on. Joel Embiid finds out that the Sixers are probably in that top three. I think you said two. I mean, at that point, everyone's got their everyone's number. Like, if you play in the same league with people like your friends, whatnot – you probably hit him up on social media. Like, it's not only that reason too, but like the Sixers are, in my opinion, that one piece away from a big three to seriously compete for a finals. And if they get Kevin Durant, I mean, I'm the biggest Celtics fan, Stan Truther, and I still believe that that series between them two would go seven. And I don't know who wins if Kevin Durant goes there because that's how much of a difference maker he is. I've been a fan of him since he was drafted into the league in Oklahoma City. It's the only reason I have an Oklahoma City Thunders jersey. My point is Kevin Durant is that guy where he can go to any team and be a difference maker. Look what he did in Golden State. You know, he goes to Brooklyn. That wasn't his fault. And that's a difference. He's going to rewrite his own history in a way by going to one of these teams. It could be someone else, though. I would like I would like to see uh, three other teams or other teams we mentioned in that, too. So Jack Settleman also says, everything is moving, all caps, super fast, with an expectation this could wrap before free agency opens at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So we record this, it is 5.41 Eastern time. Uh, KD preferred destinations at the moment. Number one, the Phoenix Suns. Number two, our Philadelphia 76ers, ladies and gentlemen. And number three, the Miami Heat. So he's a big solar guy, huh? Big solar guy, big... Uh, he's he's part of Big Sun. And, I mean, and then the Sixers. I don't... I, I think out of all those teams, the Suns would be the best... They are the him. they are the betting odds favorite right now. If you check out the sports why. books, I think it just makes sense for the Suns to, I would say, give up the most and make the biggest push. Whereas because you will have to trade for Kevin Durant too, everybody. That's, that's if you, if you didn't know, yeah. you have to trade for Kevin Durant. He has four years left on his contract. Which yeah, I, I just I think you need to make the biggest push if you're the Suns. If you're the Sixers, what we're saying, like, I don't think Kevin Durant is the the guy that will get you. I mean, a guy that you need to sign him immediately to get you there. I think a Kevin Durant type of player, score, whatever, just to feed off of Harden and Embiid, you don't, and especially because you have to trade for him. If this was free agency and he had a sign somewhere, different story where we're having a different conversation. But with what the Sixers have to give up to get him it's not worth it to get that third guy that you need. And you barely have any draft picks you can trade because exactly. of the Harden trade and previous trades before that where the Sixers are kind of draft pick capped on trading for, like, the rest of the 2020s. Oh, really? Uh, oh, because because in the NBA, you can't trade back-to-back first-round picks. Um, it's every other that you have to trade. Um, and the Sixers have traded a lot of those yeah. picks away. So, um you know, starting next year, the Nets have the Sixers' first-round pick. 2025, they have that pick. 2027, I forget if it's the Nets or somebody else, 
mm-hmm. then I think the Sixers can then trade 2029 is the next pick okay. that they can trade. Okay, so um, a little bit. But like you said, if it was free agency, totally different story. You just throw the bag at Kevin Durant, yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, that's a given. But what you would have to trade with what you have on this roster, I mean, I will gladly drive Tobias Harris back home to New York right now if it means Kevin Durant gets to be a Sixer. Great. I will put Matisse Thibel in the back seat with Tobias Harris and drive them to New York. Uh, but the thing with it is you're not getting Kevin Durant via trade unless you're trading Tyrese Maxey. And that's where I'm like, huh, because to me, Tyrese Maxey, like James Harden is James Harden. He's going to be what he's going to be. I still think we didn't see full potential James Harden yet. I could be wrong, and we never see it. I don't think he's going to be superstar, you know, 2017 James Harden Houston that again. Peak. That was his but peak, I would say. I think yeah. we could see more of what we saw in those first five games of him in a Sixers uniform more consistently with a full season here. Apparently, you know, he started his off-season workout regimen sooner than he ever has. Um, he looks slim as hell right now, so that's a, a good sign. Um, slim thick with your cute ass. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, though, is like the future star of this franchise. Like, as much as we don't want to admit it as Sixers fans, like Joel Embiid's 28 years old. We don't know how much more of a prime he has. We don't know much how, like, how much longer he's going to be able to play the game of basketball at the highest level that he is right now due to just his body being his body. He's seven foot two, 280 pounds. And the way he moves and maneuvers on the court, you don't know what the timetable is there. Tyrese Maxey is like the next generational superstar for this team. For him to take the leap that he did from year one to year two is unprecedented. I've never seen an NBA player do that in my lifetime of watching the NBA. Like it's unreal how good he was this year. Yeah, And I don't want to give up on that two years in. I've seen the Sixers give up on so many young guys time and time again that when they leave, they continue to succeed and thrive. And I don't want that to be Tyrese Maxey, especially because of where we drafted him. Like, if yeah. you redid the 2020 NBA draft, Tyrese Maxey's a top three pick. Oh, I would, I would agree. At this point, yeah. So, like, that's where I'm hesitant. And, yes, it's Kevin Durant. But also, Kevin Durant is 34. You don't know much how how much more of a prime Kevin Durant has, and that's no slight at KD because KD is one of my favorite players ever. Yeah, yeah. And I just you know he had the Achilles injury. He's you know he's had knee issues. How much longer does KD have of a prime that lines up with this window the Sixers have? And how much more do you want to accelerate this window for the Sixers that if you go and trade for KD, you have to win a championship. Oh, it's year. yeah, it's it's like championship title or bust. or bust. Yeah, it really is. No, like because you're what, you're literally recreating down. like you're. It's like getting the boys back together for Oklahoma City, but without Russell Westbrook and a you know, much better, much more talented, much more athletic Serge Ibaka. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. (laughs) You already know.
I think that's how it always goes. We went like 25 minutes, and we were at like Chelsea. What are we doing? Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I'm Matt And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Oh, absolutely. No, it's like Sergi it, Baca. It's everything Sergi Baca aspired to be. And then For sure. Oh, absolutely. That's And then idea. multiply the height by 2x. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing is that you need I that phrase too gets used so much like championship or bust and cha- you know, title or nothing like whatever. In this case, if you bring KD into this system in this process at this stage of his career, like you either need to you know, yeah, I'll say consolation. I'm a big consolation guy, at least like whatever. You got to at least get to the finals. And if mm-hmm. you lose like, all right, you still got another year with them. Maybe get like a draft pick or a weird kind of utility guy. That's a niche role that you need to make that next step. You'd have two that's years it. to win a title. Exactly. And then you would have two years. And then if two years, you don't do that. That's even worse that you had two years and you were off. Like you were on thin ice to begin with. And then you, lose like do you want to do that to yourself for the Sixers after everything you've already gone through with this trust the process like I feel like this is really jumping the shark to go and get KD when you can get probably a KD in free agency or through a better trade that works for both sides much Sixers side really and be fine for the you know next foreseeable future so you're not on the hot seat like you're still moving towards something because the wild thing today i forget if it was Woj or uh our lord and savior brian windhorst who has become philadelphia's sacred son since about uh february um shout out to the deal zone um brian windhorst i think it was said that things are going to get crazy for the sixers in free agency and they could have three to five new players on the roster over the next three to five days Wow. Which is wild to think about. But Matt and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Realistically, like you look at the Sixers roster as is right now, you have about five guys that are like locked in going into the season next year, and everything else is a question mark. You have Joel Embiid, James Harden's going to sign a low year, high volume contract once free agency opens because he opted out of the the option year, um, which I'm fine with because it's going to give us a little more cap flexibility and we're not strapped to him for five years when he's 43. Um, You have Shake Milton who opted in or his option got picked up, which I'm totally cool with uh, because you're not going to get a six man type player like Shake Milton on the open market for what you're paying him. Tyrese Maxey, and then, who else did we say? It was Joel, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton. Well, I think Thibel's gone. Okay. And as constructed right now, Tobias Harris is here. Seth Curry? Seth's in Brooklyn. 
Oh, that's right. They sent him. Yes. Okay. It was I Tobias Harris that I think we said. Tobias because Harris. That was it. That as was of it. now, he's here. Tobias but Harris. allegedly, he could get traded. But there's been conflicting reports. Like he could stay. He could go. Yeah, but those are the five guys right now, as we sit here, that are on the roster that are like, okay, these guys are probably going to be here. Yeah. Everything else question mark. Thibel's question mark. Corkma's question mark. The backup center question mark. Uh, you know. There, there's a number of, oh, I, I will say now, since the draft happened, DeAnthony Melton is a sixer, um, which I'm very okay. excited about because they traded their draft pick to get him from That's Memphis. Crazy, yeah. Um, so there's another guy that is a sixer. But other than that, there's so many question marks. So, mm-hmm. and allegedly we're going to sign 37-year-old P.J. Tucker to a three-year contract, which I do not like whatsoever. I like P.J. Tucker, the player. I don't like I signing him so until he's money. 40 years old. I think that's so much money for P.J. Tucker. That just I don't even lot. care about the money. It's a lot of years for P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to be yeah. he's gonna be signed until he's 40. What is he, Udonis Haslam? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go out on like that with your oh, You don't want to be compared to Udonis Haslam as you're walking out of the league. That's a brutal comparison. Like, I like P.J. Tucker, the player. I think he's a very good player, but. Yeah, I don't think three years of thirty-seven-year-old PJ Tucker is a wise investment in free agency, yeah, but we'll see. I, um, I don't think we'll see. I think we know. Apparently, the Sixers are linked to Eric Gordon in trades as well from Houston, and we brought this. I up. I don't mind that. That's fine. brought this up a couple of weeks ago. I feel like Daryl Morey's just trying to reassemble the twenty eighteen Rockets. You, I so. already said that. Yeah, someone needs to. Do Chris that. Paul, come on down. <laughs> He's hungry for the finals. It's like the Sixers. The Sixers are going to turn into Team Rocket. Rocket power. Pretty soon we're going to have a fucking Meowth as the mascot. It's not going to be Franklin the dog anymore. It's going to be Meowth. Philadelphia might have a problem. Instead of the instead of the Here Come the Sixers song at the end of every game, it's just going to be the Team Rocket, like, prepare for trouble, make it double. <laughs> that would really, that would, no. <laughs> oh, they would be in an uproar. Um... Free agency is going to be wild, and it's going to open while we're recording, so that's going to be very fun. I can't wait. But KD, it's going to be an interesting saga to to pay attention to. DJ's Detroit Pistons? I like my Pistons. I'm not just a Lions-Detroit guy. I do like the Pistons, too. And they got – I would say the Pistons are one of those teams in the Eastern Conference. Next year, people should not worry about but keep an eye on. As long as they change their jersey, that's their biggest flaw right now. What would say? Change it back to the classic teal? orange and teal piston logo with the horse with the flames. That I agree with, but need like it. use the teal as an alternate or like a city statement jersey. Need, or something. I need that as their, like that. their primary. This whole red and blue generic circle logo stinks yeah dude i can make a better logo in my video game than them so i mean a three-year-old can make a better logo <laughs> it's made at, table, at nap time they could do it at nap time and make a part logo. of the day yeah that's what it's I, good grief that pistons logo needs to come back though and even if they want to keep red and blue for whatever reason do a different shade do the piston it. logo just that, do different shades you're the pistons it. you're not the detroit beach balls nice got him Boom, roasted. Uh, the reason this episode's coming out a little later is because Wednesday night, I was down in Sea Isle, hanging out at the Jersey Shore for Jason Kelsey's uh, bartending fundraiser that he does with the Eagles Autism Foundation and Team 62. Had a fucking blast hung, hanging out with John Barchard, Vince Quinn from yeah. Bell and the Birdmen. 
uh, took some unreal photos of uh, some of the fundraising events that they had where Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and Jordan Mailato were playing flip cup and beer pong against people who bid the highest uh, for that, that raffle option. Just an unbelievable, it was an awesome event. It was super fun. Like the energy they were giving, like they won games of flip cup and beer pong and Jason Kelsey and Jordan Mailata were celebrating like they had just won the Super Bowl. But that's that feeling. I'm with them. Like uh, if you're at the, I mean, that's like the pinnacle of a, of a season or a fan or whatever is to play beer pong, tailgating activities with your favorite players. Like, and guess what? They wish they were out there doing it too. So the fact that you can bring those worlds together, like for such a good cause like that, like that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It was awesome. Like the, the vibes were great. The weather was amazing. Oh, uh, pictures. I will give you props on those pictures. It was those a blast. Were I was, I was, I feel like I'm going to have like arthritis in the fingies just after like, just like, crazy. I mean, cause every mo- absolutely want to capture every moment. It was nuts. Um, and just being in the presence of the Kelsey brothers and Jordan Mailata, who are just gigantic humans. Yeah. Awesome yeah. to see that up close and personal. Um, my lot is huge. <laughs> yeah, how big is all right? So like, how big are the Kelsey? Like, all right, rank one to three. Who's the biggest? Who's the whatever? Jason Kelsey's definitely small. the quote unquote smallest. Uh, he's only six three. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Travis is. Travis is a whopping six five. That's like wh- yeah. Oh. I mean, it's and like staying next to Ben. Jordan Mailata is a whopping 6'8", 346. That's a house. He was that definitely a, a little slimmer uh, so, yeah. the offseason. But Beach like house. arms huge. Oh, my Re- God. I did get an awesome shot of him in flip cup just downing red solo cup. And oh, it's yeah. like him in the middle. It's electric. Um but yeah, it was an awesome event. Like I'm gonna try to go to that every single year. I I want to go to it. it sounds fun. It's dope. I I think. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think I could take not just one of them, but at least all three of them in flip cup. I just hear me. Like I think with my skills back in the day that I continue to work on now and carry over, I believe that I could take those three. If I got two buddies of mine, we could take them in flip cup. At least best of seven. I'll That's tell a- you. I'll tell you what I was most impressed by. Okay. Yes, they can down their their alcohol of choice that was in the cups. Obviously, their flip speed in flip cup was like one done. Really? They were okay. one and done flippers, and it was that was what I was most impressed by. It's all about consistency. They were yeah. not, you know, trying to find, you know. The, the right way to it was like boom flip done okay it was right, see, wild i could do that that's too. what i was I impressed could do by. that it's like so i i think if you gave me the clock tower big ben and another dude i think i could take those three guys i they went clean sweep against everybody every every I, team I, they i i do get into the one flips i'm pretty good at that i'm pretty eye level there but, Kelsey was hitting behind the back beer pong shots. Oh, get the court weapon. Court. Wait, which one? Uh, Jason. Oh, okay, okay, cool. All right. I just, I have. Travis had like the ski goggle type sunglasses on, Gronk, which is great. Jordan Mailata had, jo- Jordan Mailata had actual ski goggles on. We'll see. That's cool. 
But if Travis Kelsey's got those goggles, he's trying to be Gronk. He didn't have the actual goggles, but it was like those like typical like riffraff looking oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sunglasses. Glasses. Yeah, that's Gronk. One. Electric. It is electric, but I just I have. To they were great. Gronk. He's like, a Gronk. One. Their Kelsey. energy was. Their energy was unmatched. But you need to bring that. Like that's what makes those events so fun. Is that like if they are having the time of their life, then at least you know Joe Schmo going there just for a good cause is going to have just a good time. And glad he went and be like, oh, I hope they do this again next year. And then that's how they, you know. Yep. You know. So and this I is have. the second time they've done it, oh, that's which good. is great. Um, just a a kick ass environment and like. The, the weather, again, was great. It was like golden hour almost when I was shooting the photos, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, so shout out to the Kelsey brothers. Shout out Jordan Mylotta. And shout out to the Eagles Autism Foundation um, for just a, a spectacular event. Um, and this leads us to conjuring up a little bit of uh, fun content on our, on our own pits. Figure we do a little top five action. All right. Uh, this will be brought to you by our homies over at Kenwood beer. You can go to kenwoodbeer.com and use that Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. Got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly top five NFL players. You'd want to play drinking games with. We can do, we can do it draft style, or we can just give, or five through one or one through five. I kind of want to draft it. Let's let's we're in the All draft. Right. We just had the NBA draft, you know. Makes like... sense. So we'll do we'll do it snake style. All right. Whoever gets first pick, next person will go two three, and then four five, and we'll do we'll do it that way. Uh, being that you consume the alcohols and I don't, I'll let you go number one. I'm gonna go with. My my Lord and Savior Tom Brady for the sheer fact interesting he can outdrink linemen and it's been proven like there's been stories that Tom Brady can handle his booze and drink like a, a you know race whatever it is I want Tom Brady not for the fact obviously because I love him but like bad sets you up and that everyone thinks oh you're gonna take like Rogers you can take ba- like someone like or you know a beer drink like that or Gronk no I'm going Brady because he's the secret weapon who really can put it down. Um. Now I have to ask: Are we going to exclude the three who were at? Yeah, the exclude them. We already okay. talked about. So this. this is in honor of Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and Jordan Mailata. Uh, my number one pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the NFC North. I'm gonna take David Bakhtiari. Okay, good. I like that. Uh, I like that. That man is notorious for downing beers at Bucks games and a weapon of a drinker and chugger. So. I'm going to go David Bakhtiari for my first pick, and then my wraparound pick. Um, I'm going to go Lane Johnson. Okay. Because he likes to have Lane, fun. He likes to have Lane, fun. Lane can pave the lane uh, with some ice-cold bevs. Well, he wants to have fun. He, he He's really an expert in where you have fun and where you don't. So Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm okay. I can give you there. Don't agree with it, but you know you don't have to agree with everyone. I'm gonna go for my pick, Quinnen Nelson. Oh, that's a because good one. that man has been notorious for putting down beers, and I think has been on a jumbotron or a couple, you know, doing his own chugging challenges. That's a good pick. So, and dude, offensive linemen need love. That's where you give them love. 
That's why I went back to back O line. I don't blame you. It's a great move. Uh, your third pick. My third pick. Um, see, I want to go Lyman again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Lyman again. Hometown David Andrews because I've seen that man party after a Super Bowl and he looks like me after a formal event at school with that the hat the ties the hat but it's sideways you got the shirt like way out to here like that's if he's doing that where we'll get along just fine and especially in like a flip cup or beer pong I, I want that guy on my side for sure my third pick who am I gonna go with next um <laughs> Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. Man, this is tough. I'm going to go with... No, you know who I'm going to go with? Who? I'm going to go with Von Miller. He's a big, big attack guy. So he's you know he's going to go at a cup of beer like it's a quarterback and just... And now he's in pulled. Buffalo. He's going to jump through tables. Mafia. Exactly. Um, and then sticking in... Let's see. I was going to go back-to-back Bills players, but I'm going to not. Okay. Um, my next one. Man, this is tough. This is tough. Hmm. And see, we can't go Gronk because he's he's retired right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's like a ninja card there. Everyone wants to party with Gronk. Who, you, I mean, there's a lot of guys, though. Like, that's the thing is that there's just, like, who who have we seen just put them back like it's nothing? Right. And that's what you want in a game. You want speed there. Oh, there's so many options. I'm trying to think. Um, not, no. I'm trying to think D-lineman, too. Like, who really is, like, Pats. Oh, he's retired, too. Oh, you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go quarterback. Okay. Gardner Minshew. That's a great That's a great pick. That is a great pick. All right, I'm with you there. That seems like Gardner Minshew is that guy you want to go out and have a drink he with. Is because you have guy. no idea where the night's going to end up. Right. And I'm all about that. I mean, you can't hate on that. I love that. I'm going to go Gardner Minshew. Uh, so Pitts, your fourth and then your fifth pick. Okay, so it's players, not not coaches. Um, you know what? We should make our last pick a coach. Okay, so since I'm gonna be having my last pick and he's on my mind, 
I'm going MCDC, baby. I think Dan Campbell would be the best. I mean, the dude already looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin with hair. So, like, it, it, it comes with the territory to me. And you know after both – no, three. They won three last year. They did win three games. After all three of those wins, you know he went home and put down a 30 rack at least to celebrate. Easy. So I'm going to go with my guy, MCDC. And then for my fifth and final, I, I'm thinking of, like, who was on the Jumbotron the most? Like, who, who would I we'll, age we'll make We'll make it five players and a coach. So we'll do, we'll do six total. All right, all right. So I'm going to go – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mac Jones because I know he can put them back. I love that you went double of, quarterback because my next pick is a quarterback. I love that. Thank God, because I know I've seen the beer gut. Like we've seen that Alabama celebration pick with all the three quarterbacks in a row. Like that dude has the best beer gut going. So easily him. Um, and then so save your last pick because I'll have my last. Okay, two good. Here. Yes. Um. Yes. So my fifth and final player. Yes. Get the gat. Give me Joey Burrow. Oh my god. You're telling me idea. Joe Burrow wasn't a dominant flip cup player at LSU? Oh, wasn't was... hitting the you know, the back corner cups and beer pong down there in Baton Rouge. Give me Joe Burrow. Get Dude, the gat, he was baby. Sinking shots like it was just floater passes to Jamar Chase in the back of the end zone. That dude had a follow through like nobody. Uh, uh, that's a good. All right, Joe I like Burrow. that pick. I like that pick. And then my coach pick will be. Mm, this is tough. There's so many like decent ones, but then like some sneaky ones. Let's see NFL coaches. Now that we're doing this, I, I for some reason, have Asher Roth. I love college <laughs> in my head. So, I mean, that song just goes down in history. So, I oh, will give you that. You know who my coach is going to be? Oh, who? I, I... It's Doug Peterson. Oh, you. I thought you were going to say Vrabel. I thought you were going to say Vrabel. That's a good pick, too. I'm going to go Dougie P. I've All seen right. him. I've seen him crush a couple in the parade. You know, he's got kids. Tell me the you kids haven't had a little house party here and there. He, well, where do you think he gets his beer from? Just take it from Dougie the kids. P. Give me Dougie P. Vrabel's right. a good pick. Um, Vrabel, yeah. That's a that's a nice sneaky honorable mention. Who is uh, your final player? My final player. I I've put this thought into it. I would say JJ Watt. However, as the younger brother, I tend to. F- be more of a fan of the younger brother. So I'm going TJ because you know, that man loves to get after it as well. And also, I mean, I feel like he's a a more comfortable and looser like of the two. And I just, yeah, I'm going with TJ Watt there. TJ Watt. (laughs) What? What? All right. So to recap our list, Pitts, you have Tom Brady, Quentin Nelson, David Andrews, Mac Jones, TJ Watt, and Motor City, Dan Campbell. I've got David Bakhtiari, Lane Johnson, Von Miller, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow, and Dougie P. Not bad. Those. That's a nice 
listen. That, that sounds like a fun party in general. That would be so fun. Pitsy Palooza with everyone. Who's in? <laughs> I can make it happen. You just need to show up, and I will make everything else happen. Dude, just imagine Lane Johnson and TJ Watt stone cold cheersing. Dude, don't ma- that's that's dreams coming true. That's just what? that's just yeah. That would be I would walk out and just be like what what what. Max honorable men. I think the two punching. obvious honorable mentioned retired players. Nobody even has to question it. It's Gronk and Pat McAfee. Oh, McAfee would have been a yeah. That's not even close. That's easy I mean, bucks right there. Dude, I saw Pat McAfee slam beers with Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin at WrestleMania. If you're hanging with Stone Cold. You can hang with the best of them. Uh, so those are our top five players and coach that and we want to play drinking games with. Brought to you by the homies over at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker. So you've got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia area. Got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Uh, Pitts, have you been have you been consuming the baseball this summer? Strictly socks. But yes, I have, you know, as you have seen my setup down here, I have put the... Because I know I know when we hung out years. last year, you were like, I really want to get back into baseball. It's just the Sox are so unwatchable. I mean, they really just were so unwatchable last year. It was not even worth putting on my TV. Where this year I'm in a new groove, like, with everything. And, you know, I want every screen down here to have some sort of purpose. So, you know, I my mom doesn't use her cable box um, you know, 20 something hours of the day. So I put on the Red Sox on that TV and I just have it on, you know, I watch Sox, Sox and two, obviously, you know, in case I missed anything and I'm not going to lie. It doesn't feel like the Yankees are so ahead of them right? because of how the Sox are playing. Like when someone told me that they're 10 games out, I was like, how? Like the Sox are a wagon. Granted, the Yankees are too. I'm not trying to bash them. I'm just it's like. It's one of those weird things where it doesn't feel like the Yankees, like of old and they were dominant. Like. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like. They're oh, the Yankees crushing right now and I feel like nobody's really talking about it. Exactly. Like I see, I, you know, my New York fans tweet all rise when judge it's a home run. But like, that's really it that I've heard from the Yankees. Like, are they being silent because they don't want to jinx it? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I, I can't think of a reason why a New York Yankee fan is not in my face telling me that the Yankees are going to win their 28th ring. They're just, like, really sitting on it and, like, patiently waiting for that decline. And this doesn't feel like the team that was going to do it either. That's the other thing. Like, It felt like one of those, like, team, bridge teams. That's Yeah, exactly. Like, I just don't get the, the – you get it, really. I mean – because when I watch the Red Sox, yeah, they have their issues like every other team does with bullpen and whatever. But, like, if you look at the stats over the past 40 games or, like, I mean, they only won – they they won 43 games already. Like, I'm, I don't know. They, like – they seem like a completely different team and a better team. And I think that's what makes their division more interesting because they lost to the Blue Jays two games in a row, which I would say would have been their toughest challenge. And, but they still don't like feel out of it. Like it's weird. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just weird. That's how I feel with the Phillies, though. I brought this up on the most recent episode of the pod that I recorded earlier this week. Um, even though the Phillies are eight games out of first place and going into this Brave series, they were three games out um, of second place. It still feels like the NL East is up for grabs. 
Like, it's June. The All-Star break isn't here yet. It, it still feels, or I'm sorry, the Phillies are, are, you know, going into it. They were three. Now they're five games back because they've mm-hmm. dropped the first two games of this Braves series. The most important series of the season, boys. Uh, granted, you know, Bryce Harper got his thumb drilled by Blake Snell, but um, th- it still feels like there's moves to be made for this Phillies team that can propel them into an NL East hunt because we've seen the Mets time and time again. They get off to these hot starts, and sure, it's gone much further this year than it has in years past, but they fall off. They 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 were <laughs> they oh, were up yeah. seven with seventeen to play oh, in two thousand seven. Yeah, I went oh, oh yeah. Oh. I was at Cooperstown for that watching with Mets fans, and I had my David Wright jersey on uh, and we were watching it, and they're like actually heartbroken and just like I could see a family fight like starting right there in that uh, hat store but i'm the mets fan but just a fan because i love david wright so i'm like oh that's awful all right what sucks and i just went on my day like nothing and this family is just like about to cry you can see that you can just envision the fight at dinner that's gonna happen oh uh, like that was that was great that for you i feel like that is exactly that was what like that, that was like christmas morning for like 17 straight days oh my god like watching the mets collapse that. the way they did was euphoric i was in seventh grade i would rush great home year. rush home from school that is literally a mile down the road and boom we're turning the phillies on we're watching forty-nine thousand-year-old jamie moyer pitch dominantly we have Jamie Moyer this year. His name's Rich Hill. He's the best. It's Jamie awesome. Moyer was the best. Um, but I mean, like the Phillies are thirty-nine and thirty-seven. I can't tell you the last time that it was June thirtieth, and it felt like the Phillies were over five hundred. There have been yeah. moments over the past couple years where they were, but it didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're gonna get to our our typical uh, pickup prop of the week that we do, and that's guessing the NLE's run differential, which nice. you have no idea, so you'll be able to guess it thoroughly. Um, nice, I can't wait. But I, I think this is a three team division race, and the biggest thing is Dave Dombrowski just has to go out and really do, especially now seeing you know the way that the Phillies have struggled with runners in scoring position with no Bryce Harper in the lineup. You have to do what the Braves did last year when Ronald Acuna Jr. got hurt. And go trade for two to three outfielders or work the waiver wire and get guys in here on expiring contracts to kind of platoon in the outfield to get you until mid-August, early September when Bryce Harper can allegedly come back. Yeah. I mean, that's really what you you need to fill in the gaps there. And especially with a team that you're, you know, you're not out of it. You just said it like you you're in that go mode like we need to make a push. We need to do something. Maybe a little rash, maybe a little bit of thought put into it, but like you need to replace him for the near future. And if you can do it with your farm system, maybe do it a little waiver wire. But also, like, I, I mean, the first trade just happened the other day in the MLB. You know, I, the trade deadline is a month, a away? month away. Yeah, yeah, a month away. End of July. Like, you can still do at the All Star break. And that's the thing, you still have the All Star break. So guys are going to rest up and, you know, recover from any ailments that they have. So, you know, I wouldn't say go crazy trying to make something happen, but you got to do something because you don't have Bryce Harper. And I like what they've done so far. They went out and got a guy from Cleveland who is, you know, very good defensively. I don't like the jersey number they gave him because they, gave, they, him give him? Cole, they gave him Cole Hamill's jersey number. 
what are we tough. doing? Um, he's, this is the first guy to wear number 35 since Cole Hamels was traded in 2015. Not not good vibes. No. Um, no. But Watch he's a very good there. like defensive outfielder. He's quick. He can really like track everything in the outfield. So, like, fine move. You got him off waivers from the Guardians. The other move they did, they called up Derek Hall from Lehigh Valley, and this dude just absolutely spokes baseballs. Like, oh, re- oh awesome. Tank shots. Tank shots. Like, we need that more. The, we like, need more of those. The way he hits home runs, they go halfway across the map, and they land in McCovey Cove from Lehigh Valley. Like, he smokes them. So they called him up. I like that move, too. But they also have other moves they have to make outside of the outfield because Zach Eflin's now on the injured list. You have to go get a starter. Ranger Suarez has been really up and down this year. Do you have to go get two starters? And you still need bullpen help because the bullpen additions you made in the offseason absolutely stink. But one thing that I need to continue as we record this on June 30th, it is the final day of what the month of June should just be renamed Schwarber because Kyle Schwarber crushes in the month of June. Kyle from Weymouth? Kyle from Kyle, South Philly. Kyle, Kyle from Delco now. Okay, let's... He's Kyle from Delco. I, uh, I, don't, I don't... Okay. Pitts, can can you guess how many home runs Kyle Schwarber has hit in the month of June this year? I'm going to go with 12. You're very close. I'm pretty... Really? Sh- I'm really... I'm getting very close. numbers. I'm getting uh, numbers. I'm pulling up the stat. It's either 11 or 12. Maybe I'm not just a words guy. I don't know. Maybe... Um, but that's pretty good. Okay, he dominates in the month. That's of pretty. June. That's very good. Like that, that was not just like a red. Like that's a good number to have go for a month of, of action. And it, it, it's Kyle Schwarber too. Like he should be an all star. He should I, be an all star. You this know year. what? I'll vote for him. I voted because today for the all stars. I'll vote for him tomorrow. I'm gonna read you the MLB home run leaders. Okay, so okay. far this year, Aaron Judge leading the way with 29. Okay. Jordan Alvarez has 23 for Houston. Hat, speaking of hell of a month. Hell of a Stud. Stud. Uh, tied with Jordan is the pride of Millville, New Jersey. Born in Vineland, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Tied for fourth. All he's good for, Pete Alonzo. All he's good for is hitting home runs. Uh, and tied with Pete Alonzo is Kyle Schorber with 22. Kyle Schorber's tied for the National League lead in home runs this year with 22 bombs. That's incredible. That's awesome. And like, this is not just a 2022 thing in 2021. Kyle Schwarber hit 16 home runs in the month of June. He just dominates in the month of weather, man. Something about the month. I don't know. He just like, I'm going to read you. This is, this is from a ML or the Phillies fan sided uh, account here. Kyle Schwarber in the month of June, like, has him in Mike Trout and Babe Ruth territory. Okay? According to High Heat Stats, only Schwarber and Mike Trout have 100-plus walks and 100-plus RBIs in their last 162 games. To get the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's hilarious. That's awesome. 
Tuesday oh. night, he extended his on-base streak to 31 games, and he now has the longest streak by a Philly for getting on base since Chase on at least 35-game on-base streak in 2006. Dude, Kyle Schwarber, man, don't sleep on him. Like, he is a very good player. Now, here's the one that you're going to love. Oh, you, love you're, you're a big home runs guy. Yeah. According to Jason Stark, my man Jason Stark, Schwarber has a career home run ratio in June of 9.93 at-bats per home run. And it's the best in all of modern baseball history. Better than Babe Ruth. <laughs> Better than it, wait, that's mod like that's history. Like the, the he is number one in modern it? baseball history. He, he has the best home run rate, home run at bats per home run ratio in all of modern baseball, which is since 1900. So basically, one out of every ten at bats. Kyle in the month of June, right? He, Kyle Schwarber is going to hit a home run. Yeah. That's the, that's, that should be a prop bet right there. Kyle Schwarber loves the month of June. <laughs> what, see, here's the, here's something that you should do on July 30th. What's that like in July? There you go. And I, I don't think a decline is what you guys need, but is that the case? I don't even know. That's going to be something to look into. It's nuts. Sure. He dominates. That is June. still nuts, though. The months, the months on your calendar. Now read: January, February, March, April, May, Schwarber, July, August, September, Basically October, November, December. the month after. Him. Yeah, just do it. June is Kyle. Kyle is June. The month of June is now for Kyle. That's and not not you sicko Kyles who bash your heads through walls and drink Monster. It's for the sophisticated ones with that's, good facial hair. That's just base. Ah, there it is. There it is. I was waiting for it. Because you drink Monster and bang your head into I walls drink, when I, Philly sports. I, I drink hashtag not a, not a sponsor, Rain. Um, but, you know, I'm also not getting Cheeto dust on my hands while playing Call of Duty. Like the unsophisticated Kyles. They're sophisticated and non-sophisticated. You can't eat anything cheesy when you're gaming. It's no. going to get into the controller. You're going to ruin the controller. Terrible. And then that's another 70 bucks you have to spend on that where you could be you know at least using that for something valuable right and sometimes pits when you go to the the pickup marketplace you don't have to spend any money this you is don't. our it's this is bad. our prop bet of the century as nba free agency has begun uh it's the analyst run differential brought to you by pickup go to playpickup.com start playing the hottest headlines in sports including the analyst run differential for june and for the entire season for uh, the NL East, you rack up points on your fan profiles, cash them in for prizes on the pickup marketplace, go to playpickup.com, start playing those headlines. Pits, oddly enough, the division standings are where everybody stands in the highest to lowest NL East run differential. Okay. The New York Mets, where do you think they sit with their run differential as they are sitting at 47-29 and 29 on the season? <laughs> We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. 
would they be last? They are in first, so they have the the most positive run differential. Oh, okay, they okay, they're in first. Okay. Where okay. what do you think their run differential is? Uh, I'll go seven and a half. So basically, it's like the amount of runs they've scored this year subtracted from the amount of runs their opponents have scored against them in games. So it'd, so be, eight, a, it'd be a flat number. Eight. They are at plus fifty-seven. Okay. Well, I'm. I got to get better at this. I'm. I'm a football guy. Let's <laughs> let's move it into let's merge it with baseball. I'm all right. I get in the numbers now. Let's let's try it again. The Atlanta Braves in second place at forty-four and thirty-two. Three games back in the NL East. What is their run differential looking like as the second most positive? 47. Very close. 49. Okay, we're getting better. Getting See, better. We just, yeah, we're we on track. a little intro tutorial question. There we go. Philadelphia Phillies 39 and 37. Eight games back in the division. It's not bad. Where does their run differential sit? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I, 43. I wish. They are at uh, plus 30. Uh, wow. But still, the most positive I can remember them being over the last five seasons at this point in the season. Uh, okay, so there you go. The Miami Marlins at 34 and 40, 12 oh, games back be... in the division. How are they looking? I'm going to go I'm gonna go minus 12. They are the funniest and most ridiculous franchise. They are six games under 500, 12 games back in the division, and have a plus five run differential. <laughs> This is Matt nonsense. and I's favorite thing. Matt Absolutely and I's favorite thing to look at when we go over the NL East is the Marlins because somehow they're terrible, but they have a positive run differential. That's what I mean. I went like kind of safe with the 12 negative. Like I thought, see, that's the thing. When you think last place team, they can't be positive. Like, how is that possible? That's nonsense. Second to last place is the Marlins. Last place, the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals. Oh, I forgot about them. At so... 29 and 49. 19 games back in the division. Where do you think their run differential is? Okay, I'm going to go minus 27. From your lips to their their uh, praying deity of choice's ears, the stolen franchise sit at minus 109. I honestly thought I got that right because the way you were hyping that up, I was like, yup, we finally hit it. Let's go. And then that that that's egregious. They, Which oddly what? enough is How not is that the that's not the that worst not in all of baseball. That's not the worst. Do you want to know who the worst is? I would I need to know who the worst is. The worst is the worst team in baseball, which I need the Pittsburgh Pirates to start losing games and be the, the worst team in baseball. Sports team in history, Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. The, the Oakland A's at 25 and 52 sit at minus oh. 114 in the run differential. Jesus column. Christ. There are a few other teams. The Kansas City Royals at minus 103. And oh the Pittsburgh Pirates somehow in third place in the NL Central, <laughs> but only by three and a half games. They are in third place, five games under 500 but have a minus 101 run differential. That, honestly, to me, makes even more less sense than the Marlins being plus five. I, I, I 30, really want to... How do they have 30 it. wins, but a negative 101 run differential? <laughs> negative triple digits. Yeah. I don't get... 
that see, makes that's zero hurting sense. My head. That that that's really hurting my head. Because how does see that's the thing is that I, I expect the Marlins, who in my opinion may be the worst team in baseball, but they're plus five, and I feel like they have no like what. And that's they, have, bad. they have some power hitters, but it's hilarious that they're but, plus five and six games under five hundred, and the Pirates are three. Fif- they're fifteen games under five hundred. They're thirty and forty-five. 13 games back in their division and they have a minus 101 run differential. Jesus Christ. That makes no sense. And they're not in last place in their division. The Cubs and Reds are behind them. Well, the Reds are the most tragic team this year. I mean, unbelievable. That's their only good spot is Joey Votto. That is their only glimmer of hope. Other than that, the Reds are a lost cause. Absolute lost cause. How is that makes no sense to me. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's wild. Uh, but that's our Annalise run differential and baseball run differential look. Also, I'll, I'll give you this. The most positive run differentials in all baseball, the Yankees at plus 151. Okay, I was going to guess them. And the Dodgers at plus 129. Okay, okay. Everyone else in double digits in terms of positivity. Okay. Uh, that's all we got for you guys. NBA free agency has started. Let's let's yeah. see if anything has happened. We'll go uh, to Jokic. The... I just something did happen. Jokic signed a supermax with the Nuggets. Two hundred and forty. Let me see. Um, Dwayne Dedman to the Miami Heat. Okay. Devon Reed two year deal to the Nuggets. No, I literally saw like Javon Carter to Milwaukee. West Matthews to Milwaukee. Mobamba. The Sixers have signed Daniel House. I saw that. I like that. He's notorious. I'm pretty sure he's the guy that uh, got caught having uh, uh, friends in his hotel room in the bubble and then got sent home from the bubble. Former guy, Houston Rocket. Our guy, speaking of former Houston Rockets, B.J. Tucker, three years, 33.2. Official. Official. Who is that from Woj? Uh. Yeah, athletic. The athletic. Okay. Uh, free uh, agent guard Trevelyn Queen, who I've never heard of, has signed a deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. DeAndre Jordan to the Nuggets. Thank God. <laughs> oh, man. That's a that's a sigh of relief right there. Jalen Brunson, 110 mil to the Knicks. Shout out to my boy. Villanova's finest. Malik Monk to the Kings again. Booker signed. Bradley Beal has signed the Supermax with the Washington Wizards. Five years, $251 million. Well, you know what? That just All that means at the end of the day is that money over championships, if you're going to take that with the Wizards. Because what do the Wizards have to offer? Anything. Anyone. You said The Athletic tweeted about P.J. Tucker? Uh, It says... Uh, oh, there it is. Yep. So the Sixers have signed three guys. That was quick. There you go. That's how you break the PJ, show. PJ Tucker, officially a 76er. Tucker. Daniel House, officially a 76er. And... Uh, what's his... Trevelyn Qu- Queen, officially yeah. a 76er. So three new Sixers. They were not lying. The Sixers could have three to five new players in the next three to five days. They've got three new players right now, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking we news. 
That's how we do it. Breaking news. That's how it's done. That's how you end a show. Uh, Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI. We're going to be tweeting about NBA free agency like Mad Men this weekend uh, and everything that goes down. You're going to want to come to us at Underground PHI Twitter and Instagram. Follow Pitsy on the Twitter machine at Pat underscore Pitts. What do you got coming up, Pitts? You got Loaded Box. You got your new wrestling pod. Yeah, so we got Loaded Box coming up. Uh, My co-host, tell me if you heard this story before. Uh, had something to do, so we couldn't record. Uh, so he went to Denver, and I held down the fort. We took a little bit of a, um, you know, mental, mental well uh, health break to kind of re- rejuvenate here. And we're gonna come back after the fourth. I did a mock draft Monday by myself, and then we uh, took the little vacay. So we're gonna be back after the fourth and the wrestling pod. Uh, we recorded the first episode and we rec- put it up online, so that's out on Apple. Spotify and another play, I think Amazon. Um, but then here's the thing, Kyle, we've recorded the second one. And then something, if you uh, happen with Vince McMahon, and if you've heard that story and when it happened, the before that story broke, my co-host and I were praising Vince McMahon on how great he is to the fans and how a story there conflicted. So like, you know what? Uh, we want to stay in everyone's good graces. We're just starting out. So uh, we used it as a practice run, and we're going to get back when get this again. My co-host is done with something else of her own responsibilities, so I can come back. So, yeah, yep, there it's same. You'll same love story. this, too, as an NBA guy. You're a big Lou Dort fan, aren't you, from the Oklahoma City Thunder? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just got a five-year, $87.5 million deal from OKC. That's ridiculous. Like... The money being thrown around right now is ridiculous. So, and wow, to to go along with the reassembling the Rockets, Trevlin Queen was signed by the Rockets once Daryl Morey left. <laughs> we're just we're just really connecting dots here on the show. Like this looks like Team Rockets blasting off again. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Pitts going to be doing some Westworld recaps on there. Just came out. It was lit. A lot Bang, of bong. Uh, and, of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Hit the like button, click the bell icon, leave a comment down below, share the videos with your friends. Really, really helps us elevate this thing to the next level by supporting our YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, Tomahawk Shades, Kenwood Beer, Pickup, and Bino Board. All of their information linked in the show notes if you're listening on audio and on YouTube if you're watching on the tubes. We'll be back next week early. You know, we'll be back on the weekend for the Solo Dolo Show. Matt will be back in studio next week. And uh, we'll be talking free agency. We'll be talking a whole lot of stuff coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks. So stay locked and loaded with Underground Sports Philadelphia. This has been episode number 442 for Pat Pitts. I'm KB. Till next time, we're getting the heck out of here, and we're signing off. Peace.